have on the show. Wake up and let's go to the Mindless Morning Show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mindless Morning Show. I'm Josh, your host, and with us we have guest starring host Skylar from the Alpha Omega Alpha. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> we're already off. <laughs> so, uh, the Omega Star Seven. Um, I don't know where Alpha came from. It's, I mean, it makes sense. He's Alpha Omega. That's it. Um, and but with us, we even more importantly had the wonderful and the most highly accomplished. Jimmy Starr. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> and it's not more importantly, it's in addition to. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. I forfeited. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I, I mean, your 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 uh, what is what is it? Your portfolio on IMDb is just absolutely insane. You've been in things from Star Wars to John Wick to uh, one of my favorite shows, The Good Doctor. I, I love that show. Oh, that's a, a good, good show. show. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, and um, so I, I mean, look, looking through it, I, I couldn't believe it. And then I, I seen this like little tidbit of information that you've appeared in eight different billion dollar movies, and that's second only to Samuel Jackson. Isn't that cool? Even though I'm only an extra and he's like the star, but um, I, I that that showed up on my Wikipedia page one day, not not that long ago, about two years ago or something, and. And I looked at that and I was like, oh, like, I wonder how this got on my Wikipedia. And then I was like, okay, that's dope. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> they, even write an in, accolade. they even write in the article, though, the guy you probably never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> but he's yeah. been acting for such a long time that I, he had to he had to get a few billion dollar films because I've been in stuff since I was like in high school. Actually, oh, junior okay. high school. And, and so how, how does someone get how does someone get into something like that? At, in high school, it's like, was there like a, a path in or did it just fall uh, into you? Uh, no, I uh, just had a lot of friends who did it. And so, uh, uh, you know, they have, well, I lived in Florida and they have like extras casting agencies where they just cast extras all the time, you know, and you, you go and you get paid. And so I, I would go there and that's how I would meet people. And then when I would meet people on big films, a lot of times there's like indie directors and indie actors and stuff that are looking there, looking for other people to be in their films. And that's how I got in all the indie films is I met the people all on set, you know, hanging out because most of the time you're just sitting in a waiting room and, uh, and then you meet people and then you get into their films, you know, and that kind of builds the fact that you get to have speaking roles in films. Big a big spider web. Yeah. But I'm not a good actor. I'm really sucky. I really am uh, not any good. I, just, I don't know. Eight, eight, eight billion dollar movies is that's pretty, uh, you gotta, but, but, you gotta be, <laughs> But the thing, you know what, uh, well, not those movies, being in extras, but like in the movies that I talk and I have speaking roles, like I have one that I have a little role in right now called Clown Motel 2 that'll be out soon. And uh, they basically people put me in them because of my more for my promotional abilities, because I've got, a, you know, half a million people in social media who follow me and and I've got a popular show, you know, like my like Mindless Mornings. I've got a popular show and it gets a lot of plays. It's true. This is very true. And uh very thankful for that <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> it, it is nice and i mean I'm, now i'm expecting that this uh this episode to just blow up so it's gonna be great it's gonna be great i hope so hopefully somebody's watching so when does it actually get posted it gets posted in the morning uh yeah we do uh 4 a.m eastern time because we have a lot of global listeners so for like all the 
crazy random time zones. They get out at like a decent hour and they're up and loaded, ready to go for anybody taking their morning drive here. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, where are you guys located? Where are you guys? I'm in Florida. Oh, I'm Pennsylvania. So oh, see, I, 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 I was born in Florida, raised in Florida for like 48 years. I lived there. And then for five years, I lived in Pennsylvania. And now really? I live in California. Yeah, I lived in Doylestown. Where in Pennsylvania? Oh, Doylestown? Okay. Yeah. I live in Where Lancaster. Okay. I've been there yeah. many times. I love uh, Lancaster. Great, great city. And where are you in Florida? I am in the heart of Orlando, where all the tourists from all over the world come and drive recklessly. I used to go there all Orlando. the time. I used to go there a couple of times a year for the Spooky Empire Convention. I don't know if you've ever been to it, but yeah, but, uh, that, I used to go there all the time. That's a good one. They always have like amazing, like they have just about everybody. I, I think from the horror horror genre. That's how I built my show. I used to be a clothing designer, and I would take clothes to Spooky Empire. And I would like talk to the celebrities and tell them I would give them stuff if they would like do my show and if I could take pictures of them and they would all come. And that's how I met Malcolm McDowell and Clive Barker and Lance Henriksen and uh, Doug Bradley. I'm friends with all the Cenobites from Hellraiser. Um, I don't know. I met, I met everybody that way. And, and, uh, and then we became, they came on my show and I gave them clothes and we became friends and then we stayed in touch ever since. And that's how I built my podcast actually. That's back awesome. in the day, you know, I'm 15 years old almost, but back in the day, that's how I built the show. Yeah, the, the wonderful podcast, Jimmy Starr with your wonderful husband, Ron Russell. That's Yeah, awesome. Jimmy Starr show with Ron Russell. It's a lot of fun. Gotta have yeah, fun. I, I bet. Yeah, no, absolutely. This uh, is almost is like a job, but to an extent, because I have a lot of fun with it. So it's not, I guess, more so of a hobby at that point. But you got it. You do yours every day, right? Uh, no, we we do have uh, two episodes a week. Okay. Yeah, we we do try to uh, get quite a few scheduled out and get a little backlog just in case life gets crazy one week or something. Yeah, that's good. I do uh, ours is just once a week, every Wednesday from twelve to two p.m. Pacific time, and so I, I don't think I could do more. It's like it's very time consuming. Yeah, it, it can be for sure, but I mean. <laughs> Hey, you, you got a killer show. I mean, you you get some of the most incredible people on your show to talk to. And I mean, the one thing I've learned about podcasting is everyone has an incredible story. Like everyone has their own experiences. I love hearing everybody else's. Mine's, mine's boring. I, I'm that one that doesn't have an incredible story. So I like yeah, listening to yeah. everybody else. <laughs> no, it's so you're, you're a curator. You curate incredible that's stories. Yeah, there you that's go. It. <laughs> You know who you look like, Skylar? You look kind of like, like the guy from, uh, what was he in? He was in Teen Wolf. Not like the oh. main guy, but the other guy. I forgot his name. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, not, so not Michael J. Fox, the other guy. Oh, no, not that Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. so like with the Teen TV Wolf. show, TV show. TV show. Not, uh, not, the, not Tyler Posey, but the other guy who was oh, in all those. Uh, I'm looking uh, it up. <laughs> Uh, he's a really big star, actually. Out of Team Wolf, they they both were in Team Wolf, but he became broke out and he did all those movies. He did that series of movies where they're like stuck on the behind the big rocks and the monsters come out and get you. Oh, Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien, you look like Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> and he's a huge, good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy, and he's a huge star. And chicks dig him, so yeah, it should be a good thing. You probably worry about that. I'm married, so. Oh, okay, well, it doesn't matter. So, so some chick dug you, or you wouldn't be married. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to think she does. 
Well, that works. I like love it. Okay, you. cool. Awesome. So, I mean, that that's insane that you, you've uh, built this crazy empire, basically, because, I mean, you, you have not just a show, but, like, you, you're rocking a whole, like, publicist firm and everything, like, and a good one, too. So, uh, how... I just can't imagine you did that all from just like hanging out with a few people, word of mouth. And, you know, I became a publicist and it's a very unique story, but I had met uh, Eileen Shapiro because she's an author and she had been on my show. And then we had Kajol Shaona Karol was a friend of mine and she's like a paranormal person. And um, what we did is we all met and, and it was when I was living in Pennsylvania, we decided to go on a ghost hunt. So we had this pop star, Ricky rebel, uh, who's pretty popular. He, he was on tour with Madonna and stuff. And, and, uh, and Eileen and Ron and I, and somebody else, the psychic, oh, and Kadrosha. And we, we basically climbed through the second floor window of an abandoned insane asylum. And we did a, uh, oh. like a ghost hunt. And it was, was it awesome. The seven gates. Was it the we seven had, gates of hell? Was that the that, uh, that place? Oh, no. And it was out, it was in New York and it was, I forgot what it was called, but I have a video for it. It got 300,000 plays on YouTube. Uh, and so we put it on and we actually made a comic book for it too, called celebrity ghost hunters. And we're even talking about trying to make a movie to make it into a movie. Um, but we went on and when we got done with the ghost hunt, we were all talking and we all met through the same publicist. Um, and so uh, Eileen asked me, she's like, do publicists uh, like contact you all the time for, for, you know, for help to do stuff. And I said all the time. And she said, me too. And I said, do you ever make any money? And she said, never. And I said, me neither. She's like, we should start our own firm and see what we could do. And the next day she called me up and she said, let's do world star PR. And I said, okay. And uh, within like 10 days, we had like 10 clients and it just built from there, you know? Uh, and so it really took off fast. And after about eight months, I got named the best music publicist in the United States. Um, yeah. And so like, it went really, really quick. Um, and, and now we're even better, you know, cause now it's four years later, we're significantly better. We work with a ton of famous people, especially musicians. Um, and, and we just have fun, you know, we get to do a lot of cool events and we get to go to red carpet events. I, I have it kind of good because I get to put on the red carpet events as a publicist. And then because my show is so popular, we get invited to all the red carpet events. So we, you know, we go to, a, we probably go to two or three red carpet events every month you know, where we get to go and hang out with like all the celebrities and then I meet celebrities and that's how I get them on my show. You know, I meet them at these events and I get them on my show and I also get them on Twitter. That's how originally I got all my guests from Twitter. Um, Twitter's a powerful tool for sure. Yeah, Twitter's I, powerful. And now that's, now I'm starting to meet people because you know, you can like, you can direct message almost everybody on Instagram. And so like, yeah. like this week on our show, we had Larry Bagby. He's, he's, um, plays ice in Hocus Pocus. He's like the bully the steals the kids sneakers. And uh, so we had, and he's been, he was in walk the line and he's in Buffy, the vampire slayer for a bunch of episodes. And uh, I met him on Instagram and asked him to come on the show. And I met him on Sunday and he was on the show on Wednesday. So it was really cool. And he was really cool. A really cool guy. That's awesome, man. So I, I'm finding out that I just need to start going to a bunch of events and talking to people. Yeah. Would you say like one of the keys to success is just putting yourself out there you and got confidence that comes with it. I can talk to anybody. It doesn't make a, yeah. I can talk to the homeless person on the street and I can talk to the billionaire and I, I can float back and forth super easy. Cause I don't, I don't really have any inhibitions about talking to people. You know, yeah. I don't walk up to anybody. I usually, if I go to a red carpet event, I usually know who every person is by the time I leave, I walk up to everybody and introduce myself and find out who they are. 
Well, it's a good way to leave a mark. You know, I mean, if, you know, it's yeah. just a cordial conversation. There's always a chance you'll get remembered. I mean, that's that's not probably why you shouldn't be doing it, but uh, you should still. It's I think it's the it's the right thing to do is just talk to people if you're trying to get yourself out there a little bit. It's the only way you can. And we've also um, because we're kind of well more well known than we were in the past. Um, now, like a lot of times, we're like we get put like on the flyers of as featured celebrity guests at all these red carpets, you know, that you can go and you can meet us. Cause we have a kind of a big fan base. And so like, we just did one Saturday night and you know, we were on the flyer and everybody came up to meet us and stuff. And it was a lot of fun. The whole thing is just to have fun and keep doing what you're doing and, you know, and don't give up cause it's not an easy thing to do doing just like any business, you know, anything that you want to do. If you want to be an actor is no different. If you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or a garbage man, you know, you got to put the work in to get, to be able to get the stuff done and, and, and not let yourself get discouraged because it's a difficult industry and, and you get a lot of no's, you know? Um, yeah. Like I, I can't even get like an agent, so I don't even have an, I can't get a good agent. So I don't even have an agent. So everything I do, I do on my own. Like, like I, nobody ever gets me into anything. I always, you know, knock on doors and get myself in. Well, I mean, Hey man, you need a good agent. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll help out. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I saw I on your IMDb, out there. <laughs> I saw on your IMDb that you worked on The Force Awakens. Yeah, I'm just an extra. So I'm like, well, a- but how was the like was the I, was the experience great? I, I was just for me, I want to know if that was a good experience. You know what? Everything that I've ever been in for me was a good experience. I've had that's a good even, that's time. A better answer. I've had a good time. I've had a good time on everything that I've done. Um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a Star Wars fan, but I'm not like a diehard Star Wars fan. I'm more of a superhero fan and a horror movie fan. But, but I like Star Wars a lot. That's why I collect a lot of the stuff because I like it. I, I even have this four foot Darth Vader, you know, back there. That's really cool. Um, yeah, but I fun. think that every experience is a good experience. Um, even sometimes when they're not good, it's a good experience. Cause I learn. you know, I've made all kinds of attitude to have, I've, I've made all kinds of mistakes, you know, because I, uh, some of the first movies that I was in like bachelor party and I was, uh, I was in burn notice a lot. The TV show Burn Notice a lot, and the first day I was there, so because I'm so used to hanging out with celebrities, you know, to me it was just like no big deal. So like I just walked right up to all the stars while they were like sitting in their chairs with their names on it, and started talking to them, and, and you know, and like the people were having a freaking heart attack. You know, all the producers of the show and everybody were like freaking out, and and they all let me sit there and talk to them. And for me, it was just a normal thing because that's what I do. I talk to famous people all day long, so it wasn't like oh my gosh, you're talking to you know, all these people from this show, for me, it was just normal every day. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, uh, when I, when we first started getting people and you guys sent me the first person you guys sent me was Scott page, the saxophonist, of Tony Pink Floyd, super tramp, Pink Floyd, man, great guy. I great guest. So nervous. I was like, Oh man, that's huge. And like, after talking to him, I was just like, that was awesome. He's just another person. He's, he's great people amazing people um, you know what we all bleed and we all poop so this is true like it's, it's not that big a deal i mean I, I get starstruck once in a while and there's a few people that i have gotten starstruck and i don't even know why because i don't even think they're that big but but like the first time i met tara reed i had a hard time talking and i don't even know why because i mean i think she's great and everything but it's not like you know meeting charlize theron or something um and i had difficulty talking to her and Oh, there's been a couple I've had, a, I've had two or three of them where all of a sudden, like I had trouble. My very first podcast, I could barely talk at all. I had everything written down on a piece of paper and I was like reading it and I was losing my breath and I was all nervous. And, 
you know, it was just terrible. Like, you know, and now, now I don't need to do anything. I can just get up and, you know, I get up in crowds of a thousand people and just start talking, you know, so it doesn't bother me at all. But when I started, I couldn't do it at all. I can remember being in high school and like having to do like book reports and stuff and how I would like not sleep for three days before. Cause like I was so nervous and now it's like no big deal. I, I get that completely. It took me about four or five episodes because initially I, I, it wasn't my idea to start the podcast. It was the other host that started it uh, with me. And so I was really nervous. And I mean, we were just talking to ourselves and like, I, I just, I, I was very introvert. Now I've, I've gotten a lot better to where like, I'm a lot more talkative and open and like totally down to ask anybody anything. But yeah, before it was hard. I was like, so- yeah. So, Skyler, you're a guest host. So, what is it that you do? Because when he introduced and said what you did, I didn't know what that meant. Oh, so, I, uh, I sorry. I currently <laughs> sorry. I I currently uh, produce and create an audio drama. I used to be a musician, and I've taken a lot of old songs from those times, and I kind of worked into like it's a mixture of like music and comedy, and you know, just space opera. It's it really is just like a fun experiment of an audio drama that's pretty much what i do these do now that's funny so i'm actually because i have an audio drama coming out next year called dead exit that i'm in and uh, it's like it should be a fun one and we're going to try and turn it into a movie because it's an actual story you know a uh, story about hollywood in the future that's and, uh, a really good idea i so I, we, i'm gonna check that out check it'll it come out. out it's gonna be fun we got a lot of famous people in it um, Scott Page, I think, is even in it. Eileen's in it. I'm in it. My husband's in it. Jack O'Halloran from Superman. We got a whole bunch of famous people to do do the roles, and then we're gonna try and turn it into a comic book, and then turn it into a an actual feature film. Yeah, um, I I said in a similar bill because I, I I wanted to write a movie, and I was like, it's not it's not gonna happen. But an audio drama, I could do myself, and then we'll see if it snowballs. Well, you got to start somewhere. I mean, I was like, I feel confident in making an audio drama. So if I make the audio drama confidently and just put it out there and people like it, then maybe it'll snowball somewhere else. Or maybe I, I, as long as I enjoy it, that's all I care about. I mean, it's just me and two of my friends and we get other people like Josh here to be on the show. We've had them guest star in in fun, weird cameo-esque ways just to make it fun. So, you know, I just, that's me. I just, I just kind of, blew into this world very quickly. I just kind of joined a bunch of discords and started talking to people as much as I could. And I kind of like spread as far as I could. So I guess that's why I'm here right now. You, you put so what kind of music did you do? What kind of music did you do? So growing up, I played a lot of, uh, I, I grew up with a jazz guitar. Like uh, my teacher at like seven years old was a jazz guitarist, jazz blues. And so I, I played jazz and blues for most of high school and middle school. And then I got into metal music and uh, that kind of, I became a vocalist for almost 10 years. And then it kind of ended on like, I was kind of going towards synthesizers and stuff. So we were playing like this, like weird eighties style music with like the new wave synthesizers mixed with like modern metal. And then that kind of fell apart because the music was impossible to play. And then I was in other stuff and then, but yeah, I've just been kind of doing anything I possibly can. And I wanted to keep doing it. So I made the audio drama because I wanted to compose. I wanted to start composing. But you like look like you're like how old are you? You look like you're like twenty eight. You look like you're like fifteen. <laughs> I'm, 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 tw- I'm almost th- I'm tw- I'm almost twenty nine. So. That's good. You're gonna love it when you're like sixty. You're gonna look like you're thirty five. It's gonna. Be I, ho- I hope so. <laughs> Actually, do you like Testament? Do you like the band Testament? 
Yes, I, I like Testament. I wouldn't say like I made like that's uh, yeah, thrash metal. That's thrash metal. Yeah, thr- thrash. Metal. Yeah, I was always a big like Slayer fan growing up. I was like when Raining Blood came on, that was just it for me. But I was always like more eclectic with my taste. Like I, I'm a big like when it came to metal, I liked Guns and Roses for the longest time, and then one day I was like, this sucks. <laughs> And then I just got oh, into other God, stuff. I've met, I've met almost every, I've met everybody. Listen, I'm not saying they suck. I'm just saying for me, it was not like they're all talented musicians. I'm just saying for me, I just something clicked in like high school. And I was like, I don't like this kind of music anymore. Like I like Daft Punk and Gorillas and stuff. And that just kind of like snowballed me in a whole different direction. But I could never I like get away that. from hard rock music. I'm yeah, actually- it's a shame they broke up. <laughs> I'm doing a um, I'm doing a movie uh, in December, and uh, one of the characters in it is is Chuck Billy from Testament, and then Testament's going to like provide original music for the soundtrack. See, that's awesome. I love when bands get involved. Like uh, Trent Reznor is a phenomenal composer, yeah. and uh, Brian Eno from Toto doing like topically dune from the from 80 david lynch's dune. You know, Toto did the music for that movie, and I was like, that the soundtrack is so good. <laughs> Did you guys see the new Dune? I sure did. Open I night. Seen, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on it's HBO so Max. Good. I'm going to watch it. Okay. I saw it in IMAX. I was like, now I love David Lynch's Dune. I know that's that, that's kind of a polarizing statement, but I, I just, I always loved his take on just how surreal and weird it is because I love David Lynch. But this new one's like, they cut out a lot of important stuff from the book, but in a way that it makes sense because it's more perspective. Like it just focuses mostly on the one character, Paul. So it doesn't like go into these other weird storylines. So I, I thought the movie being, it goes up to the first half of the book. I'd say for what it was, it's a phenomenal experience. And in IMAX, it was, it was I, I felt like it was life-changing because like okay. just how, uh, you know, Denny Vil, Vil, Villeneuve made the, made the uh, movie was just, it was like made for an IMAX screen. It's huge. And the music is just everywhere. It just felt I'm visceral. Watch it watch it soon i'll watch it it's got jason momoa. i i don't really even really jason momoa the stole the show uh yeah, it's, it's he stole I'm that big, show. i'm a big jason momoa fan he's one person i haven't had a chance to meet yet either he's on my he's, like big wish list jason momoa and Charlize theron are like my two big wishes oh uh, yeah i mean Charlize theron played one of my favorite characters in uh ridley scott's you know prometheus she was like one yeah. of like the the side villains and i was like she's, she's because she was one of my favorite roles she did was Arrested Development, and just to see like how different of an actress she can be, yes, and you know, and what was it? Uh, Mad Max. She was phenomenal in Mad Max. Phenomenal in Mad Max. Yes, I liked her in the Fast and the Furious too. I'm a big Fast and Furious fan because I actually did the costume design for the second one, and uh, nice. uh, so I'm I'm a big Fast and Furious fan since I got to meet like a whole bunch of. I didn't get to meet Vin Diesel because he wasn't in the second one, but you know, I met like. Like Tay Tay Diggs or whoever the guy is—is is that Tay Diggs? No, Ty. Ty uh, yeah, Tay Diggs, right? It's the black guy. Yeah. Fast and Furious and uh and uh and and uh Walker, whatever his name is, the guy who died. Oh, oh anyway, I got to meet everybody in the second one, so it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. I I think so, if I were to still get starstruck at all, it would definitely be with Ryan Reynolds or Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa yeah. for me. Ryan just seems kind of scary. Like <laughs> imposing, I should say, not scary. Just seems like he would hey, he's super freaking nice though. And so Yeah, from what I hear, yeah. I would like to see him. And I think that uh uh and Ryan Reynolds, I've heard I've only heard good things about him too. 
Um, I'm actually friends with his wife's uh, brother. So it's uh, Blake Lively is his wife and Jason Lively is his, is her brother. And Jason Lively was in European National Lampoon's European Vacation. He played Rusty. Oh, European that's Vacation. a classic. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's um, so I'm friends with him, which I met at Spooky Empire in Orlando originally. So there you go, Josh. I, to get in, I you know. just go to Spooky Empire. <laughs> Clearly, going there with like a thousand stickers and business cards. <laughs> Tell you what, too, like, and people are cheap, and some people can't afford it. Which I used to save money to go back in the day, but buy the VIP ticket. That way, you get to go to the VIP party, and so you get to take pictures with all of them, and it doesn't cost anything anyway. And if you're in the VIP one, when you go through the line to meet them, you don't have to go through the line; you go to the front of the line, so it's worth it. It's like 175 bucks, but it's worth it. You know, to have that. And that way you get a million pictures with all of them. You know, everybody, everybody wants to hang out with people who are somebody and until you become somebody, you know, fake it. So go get as pictures with as many celebrities as you can, put them in your social media and you'll automatically get followers from it. Yeah, that's, that's a very, that's a very good point. The fake it till you make it thing. Everyone like everyone chides that, but I was like, no, that's exactly how you do it. You gotta, you, yeah. you gotta like, confidently get yourself out there if you just kind of like tiptoe it feels like i until i started getting real aggressive and by aggressive i mean just aggressively nice on twitter talking to everybody i could that's when i started seeing a turnaround on followers that's the stuff. other thing is you got to talk to everybody i wrote a book that to tell, a chapter in a book about how to do your social media for twitter because i have a good twitter following and it's very important to not be i'm nice to everybody so if you got a hundred thousand followers i'll tweet with you if you got seven followers and you're following me and you tweet to me, I'll answer. I answer everybody. You know, the only thing I don't do is like a lot of people tag me and stuff just so I'll retweet it because I got 300,000 followers or whatever. So they just want me to retweet. I don't do that because that's kind of like imposing. Well, they're just, like, yeah, they're using you. That's not cool. Yeah, so, they're <laughs> just like, so I don't retweet those people. People who generally will tweet to me or say, hey, or they send me a message. I always respond to everybody. Sometimes it might take a day or two. But I respond to everybody and it's super important to do that because because that's how you build a fan base. And I'm super nice to all those people. And then they come on my show, you know, and, I, and, and, and they will you know love the fact that we're interactive. And I also do my show on StreamYard and StreamYard has a chat room, you know, so people oh, nice. can talk. So we mention everybody in the chat room when they join the chat room. We talk to them. We have celebrities say shout outs to certain ones and do all kinds of stuff like that. And the fans love it. And then they help promote the show because they get a lot of attention. So it's a good way to build the show. Well, yeah. I, I know uh, you, you got dinner brewing up here soon. I just wanted to ask you, though, because I, I, I wanted to know. I couldn't find it anywhere. How uh, did you and Ron meet? So I'm. <laughs> That's a nice question, Josh. So we lived in Boca. I lived in Boca, and he lived in Boca. And my husband's Ron Russell. He's in a ton of movies and stuff. Um, he's super good looking. Uh, and he was walking through the Boca Mall, and I said, Oh my God, you're like the best looking guy in this entire mall. And he looked at me, he was wearing white pants and a white flip-flops and a white t-shirt with no underwear. And he said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I followed him around the mall and as long as I could, but then I had to go to work. Uh, and he just thought I was some kind of weirdo dude. And then like two weeks later, I saw him in the mall again and he was with some guy he was dating. And I just walked up to him and started talking to him. And, uh, and then he, he was doing like a horror thing for the people who own Costco, like at a horror for, for Halloween and asked me to be an actor in it. And we became friends from that. And then we started going out and then that was, uh, we had our 10 year anniversary on October 15th. 
congratulations. Nice. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. And he's in a ton of movies and we have a production company together and he wrote a film just recently that we're trying to get funded. And, uh, you know, it's just fun. You know, it's nice to find somebody who you click and everybody you get along. And, uh, and you know, my whole thing about life is I used to have a job and I made a lot of money and, and I lost everything in an eminent domain legal battle where the government eminent domain my property and I lost a little over $4 million and I was basically, oh my God. Almost, I was almost homeless and I had to start yes. my whole life over again. So I don't make anywhere near as much money as I used to make, but I'm so much happier because I'm, I'm not, I'm not working a hundred hours a week for somebody else. Everything I do is for myself. I own my, I'm self-employed. I make my own movies. You know, everything I do is like mine. Nobody can tell me what to do. And if I, you know, if I, if I want to sleep in till 10 o'clock, I can, even though I never do. <laughs> it's know, nice to be able to, work, though. I mean, it's just, it's right. It's just nice to be able to pick and do, you know, I work in my office with all my toys and my dogs. And, uh, you know, I, I think a, a good goal for people should be to, to just do whatever it is. If you want to work for somebody, that can be a good goal, too. But just to, to do whatever it is that you want to do and the money, I think, will come. I mean, I, I would ask... Uh for the last parting words of wisdom for viewers and listeners, but I, I believe that's it. That, <laughs> yeah, you that you nailed it right there. That was the, the wisdom all in all. And I mean, yeah, if, if you guys uh, see someone you think you're going to fall in love with, stalk them around the mall a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just, just not enough, but a little bit. <laughs> also, too, you guys can follow my – I have a blog. It's jimmystarsworld.com. I'm uh, number 45 of the top 100 entertainment blogs in the world. And, uh, uh, you can find all my stuff on that jimmystarsworld.com. And if you follow me, I'm, I'm at Dr. Jimmy star and tweet that you heard me on the show and I'll follow you back. Yeah. And, uh, we'll have all your, all your links to your social medias, your blog, all that down in the descriptions and, and, uh, in the audio descriptions for all the viewers to, to see and follow and definitely listen to the good old J Jimmy star shows, Ron Russell. Cause I mean, you guys got some killer guests, so for sure. We do. We have a good time. We always have a good time. Um, I, I wish you guys all the best in everything that you're doing. And uh, if you need anything, let me know. And uh, if you e email me the, the link when the show goes live tomorrow or whenever, whenever it goes live, and I'll uh, and I'll I'll send it out to my masses. Do man, and uh, I appreciate it. And, and also, before I forget, I I gotta thank you. You both. I, I've thanked Eileen before, uh, but I gotta thank you now too because man. I, I am blessed to have the opportunity to work with Howard Bloom. So it, it has been phenomenal. I, oh, I you work with it. the Howard Bloom Institute, right? I'm getting ready to put out a press release about the launching of it for November 11th, I think it is. 10th. 10th, okay. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know it's so like that. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, so I, I definitely thank you for that. <laughs> oh, and he's an amazing guy and he's got some resume, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. No, that he he blows my mind all the time he talks i'm just like what <laughs> skylar you probably don't know who do you know howard bloom is skylar or no i do not so howard bloom now has the howard bloom institute and he's got movies and stuff but he originally his claim to fame was he was like the rock star publicist of the, he was like michael jackson's publicist in queen and like all the biggest like stars in the world you know he basically like you know helped make them all really famous and popular and uh, I forgot all the people that he's done, but they're like huge, like the biggest stars that there are on the planet. You know, he was responsible for. So he's a really cool guy. I'm, I'm going to look him up. Yeah, look him up. You'll like dig it. And you look, see, I thought maybe you had your own podcast or something, but I get it. So when you're, so how do people hear your, 
your audio drama is it out? Same thing. Podcasting. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it's it's I run like it, I run it as if it were a podcast. You know, I do this Twitter, it's on, you know, Amazon and you know, Apple, anywhere you can get podcasts, I will put it there. I've been putting it on everything I could find. So I uh yeah, it's it's run like that. And we do it bi-weekly. It's not, it's it's only partially scripted, like it's narrated or there's a narrative, but it's a lot of improvised dialogue. That's that's a, a an ode to uh, Taika Waititi's uh, Thor Ragnarok. I loved how he did that movie, so I wanted to emulate that. I like, love it. You have like such a, an amazing amount of knowledge, like deep knowledge on things. Like you mentioned things like that. And, like I'm like, yeah, I've heard of all of them, but I don't. Know. I mean, I know Thor, but I don't know like, some of those things that you bring up. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy really knows his stuff. I love cinema. <laughs> I love cinema. That's my favorite thing. I was stoked. I was stoked at the first guest we're supposed to have the day because, you know, working in horror. But then, you know, I'm like, this is great. This is exactly what I wanted to do today was talk to someone who works in movies. Like I have them all. Like I've I've uh, done stuff with Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. Oh, and he's and Malcolm D- McDowell, Doug Bradley. I'm looking at the picture. Stephen Lang from Avatar. He's the bad yeah. guy in all the Avatar movies. He was on our show. Carmen Electra's been on our show. Um, well, I don't know. We, we, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And you'll get there, too. Eventually, everything takes time. Yeah. You know, so everything takes time. You just got to just have it. And here's my other word of advice for everybody. So don't, don't get discouraged if you invite people on your podcast and they don't come. You know, like for me, when I first started, one of the people who I just like a lot is Clifton Collins Jr. Uh, he's been in tons of cool movies. He's one of the best character actors out there. I must have tweeted to him for five years, you know, before uh, and never got a response. And then in the sixth year, I tweeted to him. And he was like, yeah, I'd love to do it. You know, when he came on my show. So, yeah, it took six years, but I didn't give up. It comes. You know, and it comes. And if, you, if you're if yeah. you persistent, you'll get it. You know, and so you got to just keep working. And and I keep working all the time to go, like, to the next level. You know, like, I get all the B people and the B-plus people. And now I'm getting the A-minus people. And I'm hoping in another year or two I'll get the A-plus people. You know, everybody wants to, like, move up in the world. But don't get discouraged. And the biggest thing uh, is to have, make sure you're having fun all the way along. You know, because if you're not having fun, it's not worth it. True. Very true. Get makes you burn out Those quick. Words of wisdom. Absolutely. So, guys, it was a super pleasure. If you need anything from me, please let me know. Follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you back. And um, uh, I guess that's it. And have a great. What is today? Uh, have a well, have a great morning because it's a morning show. So have a great morning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we appreciate your time hanging out with us. And it's it's been an honor to have you. So, with that, hey guys, stay thank you. So a lot much. of fun. All right. Bye bye. Nice meeting you both. Bye bye. My name's Slip. And I'm Trey. And I'm Slip. No, you're Sol. Oh, yeah. That's right. My name's Slip. And I'm Trey. And I'm a... I'm Saul. Why are you saying it like it's a question? Uh, sorry. My name's Slip. And I'm Trey. And I just want to know, why are we doing this? It's a promo for another podcast. I'm going to write it down for you. Does that sound good? All right. My name's Slip, and I'm a bounty hunter. And I'm Trey, and I'm a bounty hunter. And I'm Saul, and I'm a bounty hunter who likes to party. What? Why? Just listen to Omega Star 7! Thank you for listening to the Mindless Morning Show. 
We appreciate you picking us out of the many great podcasts out there. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that little bell to get notified whenever we release a new episode or bonus content. Now go enjoy the rest of your mindless day.